0: Welcome back to Beck All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Folks, check out the swing for the fences with BetMGM's free-to-play game over the next month. To get the offer in three easy steps, log in to Sportsbook app on the iOS or Android. Play the BetMGM MLB free-to-play game from May 27th through September 7th. Be a batter and pick an area of the strike zone. Depending on the area of the strike zone you pick, you will get single, double, triple, or home run, or a pop-out and receive a prize associated with that type of hit. Played once a day, prizing must be used on Major League Baseball, and expires in 24 hours. All right, Aaron, let's talk about, uh, we'll get to a little bit of uh, preseason talk in just a bit, but a little bit of news uh, coming from Jets camp. Brees Hall is officially off the PUP list. He is now practicing with the Jets, and This is significant because if you were to start the season on the pup list, then you are required to miss at least four games. Previously, it was six games, but that has since been reduced to four. But if Hall is off the pup list and practicing, doesn't that suggest that, okay, maybe he won't be 100% when the season kicks off, but he will be a good bit healthier than perhaps we were originally anticipating?
1: Yeah, it's interesting because like ACL tears, sometimes players take much longer and teams are much more careful. And then sometimes you see a guy returning under a year and you're a little nervous. You don't know what to expect. And that's kind of how I feel about this. Like Where's he at mentally too? Can he like really push off on his leg? Like, where's his confidence at with it? But obviously, they already have Dalvin Cook there, so this is nice just to have and maybe ease him into it. Load management. So I think it's great. I mean, it all comes down to Aaron Rodgers too. Like, what version of him are we getting? And he is getting older, so I. That, to me, is one of the biggest question marks with the Jets. But in terms of looking at their (laughs) roster and their depth chart, it's all there, Ed. It's all there.
0: (laughs) It it is all there. And the Jets very much, and I'm not saying this will happen, but the Jets do have the pieces to make a deep run here. And adding Brees Mm -hmm. Hall, or at least a healthy enough Brees Hall, uh, certainly helps the cause. I think the other big takeaway from this bit of news for me is while the Dalvin Cook news is fresh and some of us may want to believe that he's vintage Dalvin Cook and will be the same elite running back we saw with the Vikings just a few years ago. First off, running backs age quickly. They tend to fall off a cliff. So remember that. I think two is maybe Brees Hall becomes the bell cow back even sooner than we were originally anticipating. I don't know if that means going over uh, Hall's yardage totals, if you like that prop, uh, or even his touchdown prop. But I do think this means that Dalvin Cook's role maybe isn't minimized, but it becomes a good bit more specific to short yardage situations, some you know rest alleviation situations, and maybe even goal line scenarios.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I would probably stay away from those season-long props, just especially with a running back going over and a guy who's coming off an ACL tear uh, after a phenomenal season, but we've seen it. And I and we don't know if this will be the case for Brees Hall. I hope it's not, but sometimes you get an injury like that and you're never quite the same, so... Uh, I would definitely be staying away from any over season long with him but maybe we need to look at the flip side like how I liked Zeke over touchdowns um, over four and a half touchdowns Dalvin Cooks at the same number that could be the way you look at it because he may be used you know in those red zone situations as a veteran back that maybe looking at uh, him to go over four and a half touchdowns could be an interesting season long prop Jets wise.
0: You know who's not going to get those rushing touchdowns in red zone situations? Aaron Rodgers. There will be no what? quarterback sneaks there, or quarterback draws in those in those types of spots. It will be a handoff to the running back, uh, or you know, maybe some sort of fade. Old man Rodgers, like
1: anytime touchdown. But,
0: it ain't going to be Aaron Rodgers. He is not going to get a bunch of rushing scores. So it's going to go to the running back in those uh, short yardage goal line situations. And so I'm with you. It's a good I think point. Dalton Cook. We're, yeah.
1: Whereas on the flip side with Dak, you expect him to run some in. But uh, Aaron Rodgers, no. We don't, We don't expect mm-hmm. that from
0: him. Well, it's funny because, like, last year, I don't recall that getting too many rushing touchdowns. Uh, I mean, he had one in the playoff game against the Bucs, but he really wasn't rushing a whole lot he didn't. in the red zone from what maybe I Maybe because he's just but been so
1: injury-prone, you know, sure. that maybe he's just being right. more careful. Maybe we'll see more of it from him. I do know those quarterback anytime touchdowns, those are always fun.
0: Oh, oh, no, absolutely they, they are. You, you can – yeah. Pick them up. Oh yeah. You pick them apart and you can find some fantastic value there. Uh, but definitely, you know, when it comes to, you know, Mac Jones and Aaron Rodgers, you don't have to worry about them stealing a bunch of rushing touchdowns uh, from your veteran running gosh. backs. So <laughs> I hope I didn't give you a migraine bringing that up. I don't know. I mean,
1: Taylor seemed really high on him. There's just been such mixed reviews where some people say he's going to be, mm-hmm. you know, a breakout quarterback and then others looking to fade him. So that's just a wait and see for me. I'll be curious. Yeah. But I definitely already bet his unders passing wise. I don't think they trust him enough for a full season to be Uh, passing the ball all that much. I I think that's why they did sign Zeke and why, you know, they will be relying on Ramondre, Ramondre. I always trip up on that one, Stevenson.
0: Ramondre. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, I I don't know. I, 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 think it's smart to go under his yardage number just because of overall trends and projections, things like that. I think that's fine, but I don't know. I, I like Bill O'Brien as the offensive coordinator there. I, I think if they do stress the RPO game a good bit more, I don't know if I just love the receiving core, but there's enough room for optimism for me that this offense won't sputter like it did last uh, year. And I think that's yeah. I mean yeah, it's expectations, the offensive
1: line sounds like it's struggling, but I mean the defense, mm-hmm. the running game. I'm very confident, especially in that New England East Coast weather. I think they'll mm-hmm. be fine.
0: There are very few offensive lines not struggling right now. And that's, I know. that's every team you I kind of
1: you have. look up, it's like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Offensive line struggles. <laughs> offensive line struggles.
0: Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hello com slash sale. And book your free consult today. And I get it's the preseason, and you don't have everyone together. And so when you have those disconnects and defenses know where the wink link uh, exists, and then you go ahead and attack it, certainly that's fine. But if this is an actual systemic problem in the NFL this season, we're going to get a lot of unders right away. And we're going to get a lot of under season long props, you know, and those will be settled a little bit sooner than perhaps anticipated. I don't know if that's going to be the case, but what that also points out is if you do believe that there is an offensive line problem in the NFL, then find the good offensive lines and start to tail them right now, because this might be a top heavy problem where you're looking at the Eagles, you're looking at the Cowboys and Browns and those great offensive lines. And you go, well, you know what? That has become an even bigger advantage than what it may have been in seasons past.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So. There is that. Uh, another quick digression here uh, from our friend Ben Fox uh, talking about uh, the upcoming Super Bowl. The Detroit Lions at twenty-two to one biggest liability to win Super Bowl Fifty-Eight at BetMGM. We mentioned before that there are other NFC teams that we would prefer tailing here, but it does make sense that Detroit would be the biggest liability. You know, because there are so many intangible things you can point to that you love about the Lions, certainly the offense <laughs> seems to be on an uptick. And I've mentioned before that if if Jared Goff is uh, running a lot more play action, that's only going to help things. Uh, defensively, they have nowhere to go but up. That division could get weak and the Lions could very well run away with it. So all of those things point to the Lions be, being a reasonable play. You yeah, at the same time, Aaron, this AFC is just so, so good that I find a hard time really believing that an NFC team that, you know, even if they're way like better than the everyone Lions.
1: else. Yeah,
0: yeah, even if they are better than everyone else, you're still having to go up against a Pat Mahomes or a Joe Burrow or a Josh Allen or someone like that. And that still matters at the end of the day, right?
1: agreed even trevor lawrence i mean the competition mm-hmm. on the afc side is stacked and 22 to 1 to win the super bowl for the detroit lions how far we have come they're only <laughs> 8 to 1 to win the nfc i don't even think that's enough value i mean that's that's wild to me
0: mm-hmm. i can
1: certainly see why people are high on the falcons the saints the seahawks you don't hear a lot of people high on the Vikings, um, and they've got the fifth shortest odds right behind the Lions. But uh, the the NFC, I think, to, win, to find the NFC championship winner, maybe there's some value there, but I certainly wouldn't be putting my money on an NFC team right now to win the Super Bowl.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I get the idea that, okay, with path, it's a good bit easier, and then you have to win one really good game or, or one really challenging game, and that's all you have to be concerned with. But you still want that one C in the NFC. That's the all. Just make it to, to it. the Super Bowl. Yeah. Make it's it to the Super so Bowl easy. and then beat Pavones. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what's the problem? Shake it off. It's cool. Right. Okay, uh, preseason week number two uh, kicking off on Thursday. Some trends we want to go over from week one that we found intriguing. Uh, dogs overall were nine and seven. Dogs of three points or fewer went five and three. And to me, the most important thing... The overs went 10, 5, and 1. We saw a lot more high-scoring games than perhaps we were anticipating. So as far as these trends are concerned, yeah, it's just one week of the preseason, so you want to be careful with it. And certainly in the second week, starters uh, or more starters are playing, and they are playing deeper into games. So this would be one of the reasons why, say, the lines are a little bit tighter in some spots. The totals are a little bit higher in many games. Uh, But what stands out to you when looking at week two here?
1: Backing the Browns against the Eagles. I mean, I don't expect starters to play much in this game, but looking at the underdog trend, I think the Browns at plus 154 money line is definitely worth a look, especially when you, you look at their backup quarterbacks. I just think that maybe there's more instead of me trying to figure out the spread in the preseason, because I'm just not going to do all that research. Let's keep it real here on this show. Moneyline underdogs. I think finding a couple of those will be my strategy this week.
0: When keeping it real goes wrong. I'm glad you brought up the Browns and Eagles because I'm a little angry right now. It was at four and a half, and it's now down to three and a half. I should have pounced when I had the opportunity because I really like the Browns here. And the biggest mm-hmm. reason for me is, doesn't that feel like a regular season spread to you? Like, if, if let's just say, like, week four, week five, whatever. And I said, okay, the Eagles are hosting the Browns. What would you guess the spread to be?
1: Like well, yeah, with their starters. And half, four and a half, right? But they're not going to play yeah, the Yeah, but I just... Exactly. So I don't know how you would compare this to the regular season. Well, what I'm <laughs> saying is... That's what I'm confused. Is... I think the well, three no, and a half okay. spread, yes. But, like, we're not talking about starters with the regular season here. I don't expect starters what I, what to I'm... play in this one that much, especially for the Browns. I think it's going to be more Let's... Dorian Thompson-Robinson, who I love.
0: Let's suppose that the Eagles and Browns were to play each other in the regular season, like just a week four, week five game. What do you think the spread would be? Eagles at home.
1: Right. I am saying, yeah, three and a half. I could see that. But what is, I don't understand the point that you're making because starters are not the, the playing point, in this game. In pre-season. Right. The point
0: is, the point is, it. this looks like a regular season spread to me not a preseason spread. And so all of the factors that we would use for a regular season spread don't apply here, like home field advantage, for instance. The Eagles don't have – shouldn't deserve a two-point bump because they're at home here. That is the case in the regular season. But even the key numbers are different. They are. Absolutely. Exactly they are. So my point is – I don't think we're on the same page. Apparently not. My point is all of the factors that go into a regular season spread don't apply here, but it looks like a regular season number. So you need to strip away how much better the starters are for the Eagles, the home field advantage, all of those things we talk about that we will be talking about ad nauseum for the next several months. They don't matter here. So the Browns as three and a half point dogs, I think it's just fine. So that yeah.
1: Cool. I'm with you on that part. <laughs> yeah. That's all. Brown's money line.
0: Sure. This is Beck UL Daily <laughs> presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our lightning bets, our favorite plays for tonight right here on the Beck UL Network.